welcome to Freshly Forever, a podcast that gives you fascinating insights week after week. Here's your host, Vai Kumar. Our guest today is Candace Swanson. She's a design clinical nutritionist with a passion to help alleviate the dependency on pharmaceuticals. She uses the method known as nutrition response testing to check the body for heavy metals, toxic chemicals, food sensitivities, scar tissue, and immune challenges, and gives the very best whole food, homeopathic, and herbal remedies around. Welcome, Candice, to the show. Thank you, Vi. It's good to be here. Oh, such a pleasure to have you. Just explain to the listeners what the science of nutrition response testing is. There's probably many out there wondering what it is about when they, when they just heard the topic. Well, um, it's, it's an absolutely wonderful practice that I'm thrilled to be able to do. It's, it's a blessing in a ministry almost. Um, so what nutrition response testing is, is um, it's muscle reflex testing. It's very kinesiologically based. Um, so we're only working with your body's own energies. So um, the science behind it is, and this will make a little bit more sense here in a little bit, is, you know, our body... Um, will always sacrifice energy in different ways to protect its vital organs. And so for people that have had muscle testing before, and they're a little, they don't know how it works, they just know it works. Um, the, it's based on the concept of, believe it or not, hypothermia. So we fall through a frozen lake and we, you know, we don't say goodbye to lungs and kidneys. We lose fingertips and nostril and earlobe or two. Um, because the body will pull its energy inward to protect the visceral organs. And so if for some reason there's something on our bodies or in our food um, that is stressing the body out, then what's going to happen is that those muscles that we're testing are going to go weak because the body will sacrifice the energy and say the arm we're testing to protect the vital organs. So you're basically analyzing or testing the body's neurological reflexes. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, so who first came up with this or who invented nutrition response testing? So um, the concept of this has been around for quite some time. Um, but the particular gentleman that um, has patented it um, is a gentleman named Dr. Freddie Ewan. He is a chiropractor in Glens Falls, New York. And he did this um, to put Humpty Dumpty back together again because he was falling apart. He slept 22 hours a day. And now you would never know he's in his seventies. He looks like he's about 50. Um, oh, that's wonderful. It's amazing. It's a great testimony. So is this um, non-invasive then? Oh, absolutely. I don't need your fluids. They're yours. You keep them. Okay. Um, so you use a non-invasive technique to determine what is the cause of the ill health and basically you depend on the muscle strength testing, if I understand this correct. Uh, well, it is a reflex test, not a strength test. Um, and so the muscles, we have on and off switches in our body. And so if the body doesn't like something, the muscle goes kaput. And so that's how, you know, we can use pressure and put arms down. And um, if the um, area is strong, then I could stand on you and not move you. 
which if y'all could see me is impressive because I'm not that big. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that that's interesting. And so basically, what is it that we are trying to uh, test here? Just to reiterate, is it like um, organs? Is it joints? What is it? Well, it's actually a little bit of everything. Um, we are testing every organ and organ system. Uh, we can get after your glands. There are certain points in the body that tell me about your high blood pressure. Um, there are certain ones that we can address cravings. And so you can, if you're having an allergic reaction on your skin, you can test it and see what's causing it. So we don't have to do, we can test everything. It's a blast. Okay. Um, so you help people restore their health naturally, if I'm getting this right, without using any drugs or surgery. And that's why we were referring to the non-invasive part. Absolutely. Is that a fair statement? Very fair statement. Okay, get it. Um, so what exactly do you do once you test someone's reflexes? How do you go about... Uh, uh, whatever you call as the design clinical nutrition side of it. So how do you detect something and how do you go about the healing part of it? Well, um, there is absolutely no cookie cutter protocol for this. Um, no two people are alike. And I have an identical twin sister and I can honestly say that no two people are exactly alike. Um, and so we put together just a personalized protocol based on um, whole food supplementation. Sometimes it's diet changes. We throw some exercise in there, herbs and homeopathy to um, put the body back to factory settings in the healthiest way possible. Oh, I see. Um, so again, um, I firmly believe in the fact that the body can heal itself when it's nourished right. And it seems like that's what this form of healing or this method of nutrition response testing uh, tries to address. Oh. So who can respond to nutrition res response testing? I've never met anyone that can't. We work on my dog. Oh, that's very interesting. I, I just didn't even, I was completely uh, blind to the fact that it can work on animals too. Absolutely. It's amazing. Um, I have never met anyone that would not benefit from this procedure, not procedure, but from this practice. Just because okay. um, what sets us apart is that, you know, we treat the causes and not just the symptoms. So we get to the root of things. And so, you know, when you fix the, the root cause, then magically the symptoms go away. Well, it's not magical. It's the body healing itself like it's supposed to. So it's almost like, whoever hasn't seen much of results in other forms of treatment can try nutrition response testing. Is that, is that like a correct understanding? That is the best understanding we've had today. Absolutely. Oh, wonderful. Um, so the right candidate, so to speak, hasn't responded well to conventional medicine or even not just conventional medicine alone, but even other forms of alternative therapies. Uh, that that they may have tried is that is that again like uh, fair to say? Absolutely, we can all benefit from just putting 
um, you know, the missing puzzle pieces back in our bodies so that we can restore homeostasis and just be the best, the best that we can be. So I, like I said, we treat my dog. I've never met anyone who can't benefit from this. Excellent. So just to give the listeners uh, more perspective on what we are trying to address here, would you kind of nail down a few areas that you often come across and that you have helped address for people? Oh, absolutely. Um, Especially during, uh, we'll just politely say, our current situation, um, people are having different focus issues and immune challenges because I mean, you and I are on Zoom right now. So, you know, we're doing things virtually. And so it takes a certain discipline to be able to work virtually and not everybody has it. So I love um, working with um, focus and attention issues right now. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so a lot of that, you know, when we clean up the diet through, you know, figuring out what food sensitivities are and honestly, heavy metals and chemicals man, you get those out of the body and that focus just becomes a laser beam. Now, um, I love working with immune health because it's something that um, is, oh gosh, how do I want to describe it politely? It's it's kind of an instant gratification. You know when you, you, know when you feel better. You're the first one there. Oh yes, <laughs> I have personally benefited from... Uh, Candace's approach and uh, she has helped me and uh, I, I was just going to get to that in a little bit. Uh, but basically, if you can touch upon some more aspects like is it allergies, eczema, uh, other chronic conditions. So if you just can tell the listeners a little bit more, I think we can, we can just get to the other aspects of nutrition response testing. Now, allergies um, are actually just pop something in the mail to a patient for her allergies. Um, allergies are so wonderful because like I said, we do, we feel better. And so once you, um, you realize how good you feel, you never want to go back to that because I'm blessed not to suffer from seasonal allergies, but I hear it is a bear. Um, you know, you, you mentioned eczema and chronic fatigue. A lot of that, um, you know, of course it stems from the gut. And so when we heal the gut, um, then magically the whole body falls back into place. Oh, it's interesting how uh, uh, a vast percentage of our immune system depends on how our gut health is, correct? Between 78 and 82%. Yes, ma'am. Oh, that that's that's just a, a huge number to for anyone to... For anyone to uh, just think of, you know, you just can't ignore that fact. Um, so I can, yeah, when you say allergies, I can totally relate to that. And in fact, how I refer, got referred to uh, seeing you, Candice, was through my daughter's tennis coach, who Absolutely. happened to have wonderful res- results with her seasonal allergies. And then you were instrumental in helping my husband take care of his allergy issues. He was just so bad suffering from it. And uh, certainly um, I can attest to that. Um, So when we do this um, neurological response testing, um, is it like a energy flow that you try to determine? There, It is energy work, absolutely. Um, But 
the energy flow is not flowing through the entire body. It's just flowing, flowing between me and the patient. And so I describe it as, you know, we're going to play a game of telephone. Um, if the listeners uh, know what that means, I might be dating myself here. Um, but, you know, their body is a tin can and my body is a tin can. And the, um, the conversation that we have is the string. So when I touch an area, that's just us playing telephone. So there is energy transfer, but um, mm-hmm. it's not the energy flow that you would describe through, um, say, acupuncture. So how different is this from acupuncture now that you touched upon that? Well, you know, we all have the same points in the body. So uh, we're talking to the same areas, but um, what nutrition response testing is, is more of think of a jigsaw puzzle with some pieces missing. And acupuncture, think of a garden hose with a kink in it. Acupuncture gets the kink out of the hose. Nutrition response testing puts the puzzle pieces back. Okay, so when I first came to you, the first thing that you helped address for me personally was uh, my heart health, if you will. And um, maybe you, you as the, um, you know, the, the person that helped me stabilize that aspect, would you just share what exactly was it that we tested for and how you went about, okay, this is the organ that I first test and this is what I do next. Uh, Just so we kind of go through the sequence of what nutrition response testing offers. Of course. Uh, So we test the entire body. So uh, we find there are many organs or organ systems that um, are out of balance. You know, that there's something in the body that's disrupting homeostasis. And so we always want to get back to, you know, as we call it, our factory settings. Um, But we cannot fix everything at once. So when you mentioned your heart, and that's what we call our priority organ. And Mm -hmm. what I suggested to you that day was only regarding um, what's going to help the heart. Now, there could be many things that are beneficial to your thyroid, your adrenals everything else, but we can only fix one thing at a time. Our bodies are like onions. We have to heal in layers. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. we can make somebody very, very, very sick. Um, And, or if nothing else, they feel like trash. So we treat things in layers and we have little um, wonderful healing series that happen. And so, you know, we, we got the heart, um, and it wasn't a cardiovascular issue for you. It was um, a muscular issue for you with the heart. And um, so we got that situated and then, you know, we moved to thyroid and then we moved to adrenals and we've, we've talked to your stomach before and it's just whatever the body needs at that time. And so um, there is, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. There's a huge big picture. Um, but like I said, we just, um, peel off one layer at a time. Yeah. And just to um, emphasize on what you said, so it was not like I was experiencing cardiovascular issues and it's not like we are detecting heart attacks or signs of it sitting out there in your clinic. It's just that we are trying to understand the um, overall uh, support that say the heart provides to the rest of the body. So when you say you were peeling layers and you were trying to address each one you first 
um, address the fact that my body was eating up the heart muscle more so from a nutritional deficit. And so it was just using up all the resources that it could fall back on, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And um, yeah, so it's very interesting um, as to how, and sometimes when you said, okay, heart and then next thyroid, then adrenals, it's not like every system is out of whack. It's just that certain things are um, totally fine. And it's just that there are some that need support and uh, you go about the process of addressing that. Um, is that. Is that like a, again, like a correct analysis of how we, how you go about it? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, just because something needs a little help and you said it perfectly, you don't have cardiovascular issues. We're not worried about heart attack, stroke, anything. Um, it's that at that time, you know, the body just needs a little support and it needs, um, some all natural methods to just give it a little help so that it can get the rest that it needs to heal on its own. So basically we give the organs a nap Mm -hmm. and let it get some rest. Okay. And nutritionally, you try to boost the status of those organs so the body can function at its optimal level. Absolutely. And then it heals itself on its own. You got it. Okay. I always tell everybody, I don't need you. I don't need you to be a patient forever. <laughs> I don't. I love to. I love seeing everybody, but I know we need to fix you and get on about your day. Oh yeah, I totally appreciate that. And so, how different is this from taking over-the-counter vitamins? So, when it comes to clinical and medicinal grade herbs, vitamins, homeopathic remedies, um, it's it's just it's a quality control issue. Um, you know, I do have some that have conventional lines, but I don't carry that particular strain because um, you have to have the highest quality um, and for the best price. Because if for some reason I tell you that, you know, I saw that you read on a asking on TV ad, you saw an infomercial that milk thistle helps. Well, and you go to your health food store, you don't you skip the grocery store. So that's awesome. Um, but you go to a health food store um, and the clerk says, here, take this. Well, they didn't ask you, are you on prescription medications? Um, do you have any bleeding disorders? You know, do you have any sort of medical contraindications? So we have to be very, very, very careful from a quality standpoint. And um, so that's not only what's in the product, it's how it's harvested, how it's produced. Was it... Um, raised in a greenhouse or is it was it picked in Peru among indigenous people so um, it's a huge difference okay now that you said that I got on a tear about that I'm passionate about oh uh, by all means so is this like a one-size-fits-for-all approach absolutely not not one bit um you know Yes, of course, do most people in this country have, and this is worldwide, so most people in the world, especially right now, do they have adrenal stress and fatigue? Um, 90% of them. But you can't just say, all right, everybody, start taking holy basil leaf because it doesn't work for everybody. So you have to make sure that, you know, especially for those that do take prescription medications or have allergies or, you know, existing conditions, um, it has to be 
really fine tuned. And there are some people that I say, hold on, I've got to give you, you know, give me about a week and let me clear everything with your primary care physician. So we work directly with um, cardiologists, endocrinologists, primary care, fertility doctors. So you never tell your patients, hey, give that up, or you don't advise them to kind of, okay, say no to conventional medicine and come to me. You you just try to work in conjunction with whatever they are doing. Absolutely. And to be completely honest with you, it is illegal for me to tell someone to come off their prescription medications. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, plus it may not be. And it's unethical, to be honest with you. I don't want to be that person. Oh, um, aside from, I mean, it's good that you, you try to stick to principles. But aside from that, it's perhaps also not a very good idea to make them give up something. It's just a process of transition, correct? That's absolutely it. We do everything very, very, very slowly in conjunction with their um, physicians, if that's what we need to do. Um, And so, you know, you taper it. Hey, maybe today you, you know, you take 80% of your prescription meds and 20%. Of you know, what am I staring at here? Uh, milk thistle. So, um, yeah, no, we have to do it very, very, very slowly. Um, it's it's downright dangerous otherwise. Okay, and again, you since you work with them, meaning the doctors, sometimes um, you are able to really make that transition kind of work. And it's also important on the patient to share with their physician, irrespective of you contacting them, that they are also using your form of healing as a method. Absolutely. Um, open and honest lines of communication make for very healthy people. So. <laughs> Back in a moment with our guest on Fresh Leaf Forever. It definitely also um, opens eyes and ears to whatever else is out there in terms of um, a holistic system of healing or like an integrative approach, if you will. And when you said, okay, there is no one-size-fits-all approach and just going back to whatever you said about your, uh, you and your twin sister even not being the same. Um, so how do you determine what is right for you versus what is right for me or for even for your own twin sister? So how is it that when you determine, okay, the adrenals need support, how do you arrive at what is right for the patient? Well, what we do at that point is physically put products on the body. Um, And for every organ, every condition, um, every, and I hate to use the word symptom, but even sometimes people just want symptom relief. Um, So I have about five options for every one of those situations. And we figure out exactly which one the body would prefer. And sometimes it's a combination. Sometimes we really have to make the puzzle pieces fit. Um, But no, the body tells me that I will never, even if I'm not in my office, um, my office staff knows um, 
do not give anyone something unless I physically touch them and put my hands on it. Because so unless every, yeah, go ahead. Everybody is so different that you know what works for me will not work for my twin sister, who I call Junior. So sorry, but um, so you know, and that's the cookie cutter approach. It does not work for everyone. So you, that's the designed part of my title from Design Clinical Nutrition is that everybody's is a hundred percent tailor made to their own needs. Oh, that's uh, that's such a useful um, insight that you gave right there. And a lot of times I have brought even my probiotic to you. That's a classic example. And you would put it on me and test to see whether a certain bottle of probiotic, say a certain brand, a certain composition, um, generates a positive response from my system. And that to me was very interesting. Oh, I love it. Believe it or not, my favorite thing to test is yogurt because there's so many ingredients and there's so many different versions. And so when people want their yogurt tested, I'm like, all right, you're really about to have that aha moment. The light bulb is about to come on because, you know, there's just you know, like one ingredient. The body can say, no, 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 no. Or, you know, honestly, sometimes it's in the packaging. You know, we don't need to drag our awesome probiotics around and, you know, bleached bottles or clear plastic. And so um, there's so many things that go into it. My days aren't like anybody else. I love it. And a certain brand of say almond milk or anything else that's a food trigger. Absolutely. You're able to just put it on the person and test it. And I know how you test it, but just so everyone else that's listening here, just for them to understand, um, just would you touch upon what exactly you do when you try to test a particular product on someone? Sure thing. Um, so there are five different points on the body that uh, we use when we're deciding whether um, a food is good for the body, whether it makes it weak or strong. And I'm probably going to go back to using that analogy of just does it make it weak or does it make it strong? Because otherwise we get into a whole lot of scientific dialogue that I don't want the listeners to get lost in. Um, so we test uh, five points. So there are two points on the ribcage, which is um, asking the body about digestion. So that is, you know, is it too acidic for my body or is it too basic? Is it going to destroy the pH, which gets back to gut health? Um, and then we move up the body into the collarbone. And there are two acupuncture points on each, right on the little, you know, when you're touching your neck and you got those little bumps right there, right on the collarbone, um, they're called K27. And one side of the body, you ask, does, is this particular product depleting my vitamins? And on the other side, you ask, is it depleting my minerals? Because sometimes it takes so much to actually process these things that we, we deplete our nutrients. And... So then we move up mm -hmm. left side of the body and we go right behind um, the ear and we talk to the vagus nerve, which of course is what runs the whole length of the body. And that is the allergy point for the parasympathetic nervous system. And so uh, we ask, is there anything in here I might be allergic to? And so we check digestion, vitamin and mineral depletion and allergies. And if everything checks out, bon appetit.
Okay. And as far as the dosing, you're also able to determine the dosing. Absolutely. So how do we do that? With one simple phrase, there, there can't be too much of a good thing. Um, so what we do is you actually physically have little glass bowls because glass is great for energy transfer and I don't have to worry about nasty plastic or anything. And so you put um, one of the products, typically it's a pill because liquids are different. Um, so we put one in the hand and then we test the arm to make sure it's still keeping the body strong. And then, yay, that body is so strong. So we put another one in there. We test the arm again. All right, we're going. And then we put, we continue that process until we put one in and the muscles go weak. And that's the body saying, oop, I like it. I like it. Oh, too much, too much, too much. So that right there, you get the indication of the overload on the body and that and does that relate to what you meant when you said, okay, certain things can also require so much from the body that it starts to deplete the vitamins and minerals? A hundred percent. I mean, there, the saying goes, there can be too much of a good thing. Now, um, I, I, get to, I need to give my poor twin sister credit because she is part of this podcast more than she knows. Um, <laughs> I used this example um, let's go back to 1984 and there was a terrible movie, um, uh, called twins and it was Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And so if you close your eyes, you can see that the giant height difference. And so I used to have a poster up that said, would they take the same products? Mm-hmm. Because from a labeling standpoint, and that's why I specifically dose everything. Um, because from they said just from labeling, they would take the exact same amount. You know, you had a 400-pound man and a 200-pound man. And according to the back of the aspirin bottle, they take the exact same amount. Well, and that's because it's based on age and not mass. So when it comes to dosaging on labels, sure, use it as a guideline, but it's not specific to what your body actually needs. That's very well said. That's, in fact, my question when I go to my doctors. Hey are you sure that you want to give me the same dose given that I'm so petite when compared to whomever has a much higher body mass index than, than me? Absolutely. It's because it's based on age and not mass. Mm-hmm. So we, we have to be very ginger with that. And even with age, someone, again, we, we are forced to go back to that one size fits all is not the norm here because between me and my cousin, who's perhaps the same age, it's not going to be the same. Not a bit. Yeah, that explains. And I'm just curious, does this apply only to things we consume or is it something like, okay, how does my body react to a certain type of fabric or any metal or any other substance because some of us are totally allergic to right from the fabric we wear. Right. So I have a rule and that's, if you don't put it, if you won't put it in, you don't put it on you. Um, But so much of our health is based in our environment. So we're talking 
exposure to heavy metals, chemicals. You know, our skin is our biggest organ, so we're absorbing everything. And so we can absolutely figure out um, whether what you're breathing, drinking, or um, putting on you, you know, from a detergent standpoint, um, or even so much as jewelry. Uh, we can figure out what the body likes and doesn't like. Now, um, I'm not sure about the rest of the listeners, but um, Videhi and I are in the metropolitan Atlanta area. So we have um, a pretty decent level of, we're just going to go ahead and say pollution because we live under the world's busiest airport. And um, so, of course, that has an effect on our bodies. So we can test to see, hey, what metals and chemicals are we reacting to? Now, of course, we're not going to pick up and move. But what we do is we just kind of give the body the support it needs and put our, for lack of a better term, suit of armor back where it belongs. And then when, you know, environmental things show up, the body doesn't have to respond in a negative way. It just says, you know, I got it. Let's mm-hmm. go. And we can be very proud to say we live in the allergy capital of the world, don't we? Um, so the, we do, oh my gosh, it's a disaster. But also, um, Sandy Springs, Georgia, um, it, which is very close to us, right along the Chattahoochee River, is the 17th worst in the country for water quality. Yeah. So, um, you know, we have to just constantly protect ourselves. And like I said, we can't get away from this. We still have to shower. Um, so, like I said, we just, this is where the suit of armor analogy comes in really handy. Yeah, so right from the time we shower, right from the time we all, it's almost like right from the time we wake up in the morning up until the time we go to bed. And even while we are in bed, what we breathe, what things we have around us can have an impact on our immune system and our overall health. Absolutely. It's just so, it's just so interesting. It's, it's almost like um, so hard to fathom, but uh, that's, that's what is the reality these days. Um, so we touched upon the fact that this can be used in conjunction with uh, um, conventional therapy. Uh, but I have a question. So is it something like only chiropractors practice this or is this separate? Well, seeing as how I'm not a chiropractor, um, anyone can practice it. Um, I was a high school history teacher before I got sick. Um, and this process kind of um, helped me regain my health and well-being. And it was amazing. And which is why I continue to do it to this day. And I've been in private practice about eight years, been practicing about 11. Um, but so traditionally, chiropractors and acupuncturists use this because it already makes sense for their practice. And um, it's a wonderful addition to their practices. But mm-hmm. like I said, I was a high school history teacher. So, um, Anybody can do it. 
You just have to, it depends on the state. Now I must throw that out there. Um, and there, 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 when I say there's a lot of school involved, there is a lot of school involved. Um, but um, depending on the state, sometimes you can practice individually and sometimes you must practice under um, a doctor's license. Like in the state of Georgia, I practice under a chiropractic license. Okay, uh, that makes sense. Where exactly, what is it that you study? Where do you go to school? Is it, um, is it widely available across the world or is this something unique to the Western world? I had an answer as soon as you, and then you gave that little caveat. Um, so this particular modality um, is only taught in Clearwater, Florida. But the concept is practiced globally. Um, it's particularly in Europe. France loves kinesiology. England is wonderful with it. So anywhere actually in the UK, you can find someone. Um, it's been around for generations. We just gave it a name in the 70s. So um, there are ways to find if there's a practitioner in your area. Um, and I will give you the number. If you need to, or you can just Google it. Um, but, you know, we're seen as alternative medicine when in reality we were medicine up until, you know, 150 years ago. So. Mm-hmm. So it's a question of embracing what else is available for the benefit of the body. Yes. So essentially we are trying to um, address the underlying cause of whatever else one is feeling or experiencing that may be the cause of their illness in the first place. And that's what nutritional response testing tries to address. Absolutely. We have a rule that anything can cause anything. So we just get in there and take a little hunt in the body and figure out, like I said, what's disrupting the homeostasis of the body and how do we fix it? So you try to restore the balance of the body or whatever imbalance that is causing the present discomfort and the dis-ease is what you try to address. Is that a fair statement? That is very fair. Wonderful. As a takeaway from this program, what would you like listeners to be aware of? Um, I would like listeners to be aware that um, there's options. Um, And to always listen to your gut. You know, if there's something that um, someone is telling you to do that you're not 100% comfortable with, and maybe it's just because you're scared or you're nervous, you have options. Um, And always ask questions. You know, is it something that I'm eating, I'm breathing, I'm drinking, um, instead of, you know, let's take a pill. Um, So... You know, my tagline for everything is inspired care and exceptional results, because that's exactly what I believe in. And I always tell my patients, and it's on the bottom of all my paperwork, that may you never be the same. When you walk out of here, I don't want you to be the same person you walked in. I want you to be better and awesome. Oh, that's excellent. So basically, you try to use food as the medicine and use the innate abilities of the body to heal itself from within. Absolutely. 
So how can people locate you? Are you on like Instagram or Facebook or is there like a website that um, they can locate you on just so they can, they can directly get in touch with you? So I am not the world's best at social media, um, but um, you can find me on Facebook and that's at alternahealthsolutions.com. And I think our tagline there is global corrective care because it's more of the chiropractic side. Um, or they can email me directly at Candace. Now, people spell Candace in crazy ways. Um, and that's C-A-N-G-A-C-E at Candace Swanson. My last name, S-W-A-N-S-O-N.com. Okay, so that's Candace at CandaceSwanson.com. And I'll make sure to include the, that in the show notes. And you also mentioned you may be reached via the practice page of Alterna Health Solutions on Facebook. Yes. Now, also, um, Vi, you have my number. Feel free to give it to him. Put that in the, um, in the notes as well. Excellent. We'll do that. Don't mind it a bit. Uh, such a such a useful conversation on what else is out there uh, that one can think of when it comes to using the body's resources to heal. And uh, thank you so much, Candace, for your time and insights today. Oh, we look forward to we look forward to having you back again sometime to discuss many, many more topics that's out there. Well, and you know what the great thing about a second show is? Mm -hmm. Results, updates, success stories. Oh, absolutely. I think those... That's half the fun. (laughs) Oh, that's... Yeah, it's uh, half the battle won when you try to... uh, When you try and identify a method of healing and the success stories definitely make it complete. So thank you very much and... uh, Glad to be with you one more time. My absolute honor. Thank you so much.